0: So I'm Emmy Eni, Eni O'Sung. Eni Ekan O'Sung is my full name, and I run a marketing agency in the UK called Global.media. Yeah, I was born in I was born in England, raised in Nigeria, raised in Iraq, my, my granddad. If anyone knows Zuma Memorial Hospital, that's where I grew up. And then I came back to England when I was fourteen. I was thirteen and fourteen, and I've been in England ever, ever since. I, I, I talk mainly marketing and I talk positivity. So I try and inspire people to be the best they can be and to achieve greatness.
1: Hello and welcome to Obehe podcast. I'm your host Obehe a 14 and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode.
0: What else can I say about myself? I've got Big, I've got a family, I've got a couple of grandkids, I've got two older children, and a 14 year old. So, happily married, being with the same wife now for the last oh, 30 years, a bit more. <laughs> That's and I, great. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I've got two of everything I've got two fish, two cats, two dogs. What is it about? I like my, pet. <laughs> I, I, I like my pets two? in, in twos what is it what is important about it too? Tell me about it. I oh, suppose you know, one one's gonna die, right? The thing about pets, one you know, they they always they die. They're, they're animals, right? There's nothing worse than waking up and there's no pet left. You know, so if you got two, you know the security, at least one will still be alive. You know mm-hmm. we live this every day. So I got so I say I got two cats, right? What the one is the mum of the other one. And anyone who's got cats knows that cats are quite disloyal. So they will eat in everyone's house and they come back to yours thinking that it's your cat. It's not really. So when the mom decides it's going to run away, we' still got the daughter. So we don't really care. You know, the mom comes back every so often, sort of snarls around the house, barks at the dog, and then goes off again to wherever, she, wherever she's hiding. So, <laughs> you know, if, if you've only got one, then you you, you miss your pet quite easily. And when you got kids, it's very hard to explain to them why the pets died. With two, it's like, oh, don't worry about that. On to the next.
1: You got another one. <laughs> it's much easier. <laughs> I, I love that idea. I love that philosophy. All right, any Today, I wanted to spend some time on Nigeria, uh, the Nigerian uh, business ecosystem as it were. When you look at businesses in generate like today's world, How do you see Nigeria in terms of the, okay, within your area, because you are in marketing? Mm. Tell me a little bit about that. That is where we are going to spend all the time here today.
0: Okay. I think Nigeria, like anywhere else, has a lot of potential to make the internet work. I mean, the internet opens up an avenue that we didn't have when I was a kid. You know, and now wherever you are, you can reach the world. Literally, you can reach anyone in the world thanks to the internet and for business in Nigeria I guess you know a lot of a lot of them what I can see have a limiting mindset they think about their local economy their local marketplace when they should be able to think much not much wider you know it's easy to focus on your local market whereas the big money is not is nowhere near it's across the world could be the next town, could be the next city, next village, no, next next village, next country. It really could be. But if you never aspire to reach that far, then you're never going to be able to help them. You know, every business that you and I know, every single company ever started with one person. And you know, the big brands that we know, the big businesses. I'm thinking, you know, whether it's Mercedes, whether it's Ford, whether it's you know Nissan, whether it's anyone you can think of coca-cola there is one man who started a company but they're there to dream and look where they are now you know i mean, nigerian companies have the same chance these days you know, i might yeah. even say it's our duty to aspire for our kids sake you know why can't we be great you know why not why you and i are trying why, why not us you know that's a question i've never been able to answer like, why not us well, you know, when I speak to Nigerians, and I have ask them the same question, why not? You know, there's there's many different bits that we'll, I'm sure we're going to unpick up of that story. So,
1: why why not us? How are we supposed to be positioning ourselves uh, as a country again within the area of business and economy? How are we supposed to be positioning ourselves so that we can be relevant? You know, mm. you know, I, I like I like what it happened in Nigeria. I also like our our way of of doing things, sometime, no. For example, look at Nollywood. Up mm. until the time that Nollywood came up, the story around Africa was slightly different. But because of Nollywood, I have occasion of talking to other Africans who have never been to Nigeria. People that are in South Africa or in Kenya or in Uganda, mm.
0: they
1: have a lot of good things to tell about Nigeria. Yeah. This is because they are be exposed to the story. Mm. Because if you don't tell me your story, there is no way, I don't have any way of knowing what you think. What is your mindset? Mm. And, And I think it was Mother Teresa, if I'm not quoting her wrong, that there is no person you could love if you could hear the person's story. Yeah. Yeah. So, in, in, in that sense, I really believe that we, we sometimes have the possibility of able to uh, do a lot within uh, uh, our the way we tell our story, within the way we present ourselves in the world. How are the Nigerian businesses supposed to position themselves so that it can be relevant in the world of today? I suppose, uh, look, you
0: know, you, you're right. You know, the, the TV is now, you know, there's, uh, there's channels in England with Nigerian programs. I can't say I watch many of them. I don't watch much TV, that's why. You know, my, my sister certainly, certainly watches many Nigerian programs. And so when I was growing up, I, I suppose you know, over the years, music has been the, the other thing that we've exported very well. You know, and it, I think for, for, for the stars and for the, you know, the actors, the musicians, they don't go to the world thinking I'm Nigerian. They go to the world thinking I'm a star, I have a talent. I have something that the world wants, you know, and that's what I'm going to. I'm going to let them enjoy and benefit from my, you know, my my talent. I think now, you know, I guess I've never been one to go after, you know, celebrities. If you want to call it that? You know, the world always likes to tag onto celebrities as the picture of anyway. I'm not a great celebrity fan. You know, that's that's why I guess I think. You know, the, you and I are perfect examples. You know, and there there, there are so many more. You know, we, we don't need to be, we don't need to be celebrities, sing and dance or, or act. You know, we have a brain, we have talents in business that we can take to the world. You know, I know many Nigerians who make products. I know many Nigerians who know people who make products in Nigeria. They're trying to find that a market for them. You know, and every Nigerian I meet on LinkedIn, especially. They're all content writers. I don't, know, I don't know whether that's good or bad. But certainly, you know, that's almost exporting the education system in Nigeria. That means you have to learn how to read and write better than most people ever, ever have to, ever, ever do get to learn. You know, the way the education works in Nigeria, where you have to do writing and comprehension so many times at school, and the fact that you're judged by that in almost every exam, it creates an ability that even English don't have. Of, you know, it's, it's, it creates an ability to even the English don't have in their own country. You know, when I when I when I came to England when I, when I was thirteen, I wrote better than most most British people ever wrote. You know, going through school was easy because I understood what there was and understood English in a way that most English people just can't comprehend. You know, so I think we can export a lot more of our business acumen, a, a lot more. Yeah, is they you know we do good work. Unless we tell the world we do good work, they'll never know. And nothing stops what someone is, you know, what you're doing, what I'm doing, what the next person is doing in in in, in Lagos, from serving people in Britain. You know, but well, we know we know this. We know this already. And the fact that Nigeria you know, has one of the biggest freelance markets in, in the whole in the, in the whole world means that we realize that we've got skills that people actually need. You know, it's just whether we, you know, it's whether we want, want to be ambitious enough to turn that into, you know, a brand. A brand being a business that has an identity, that has something it does for people, and the way it does it. You know, if we actually want to sell that to the world, then we have to be very, we have to be very, very intentional. We'll have to design the company to, to do so. And then say, that's my goal. You know, once you once you decide that's your goal, then you know, once you start working towards it, things get things come to help you a lot. You know, I mentioned in our last conversation about you know this friend of mine, Zion. This like, this boy that I met now I met on, on on LinkedIn, and then spoke to him on Zoom. And I said t- I t- I t- six months ago, he was literally a nobody. You know, do, do you know this afternoon? You know, I read an article by. You nestia know, is you know it does. it does the, the, the apprentice, not it's, it, no not it's not the apprentice it's the other one the other business show you know I think you know you know where they invest in companies you know so Theo you know he's one of the big business people here right and he's his whole article was about positivity you know a year ago this that wasn't a thing now because it's this Nigerian boy everyone was talking about positive energy you know and we can affect the one on that sort of level you know everyone can do it you know if if we're if we just relying on musicians and actors and footballers and that's only a very small group of people the rest of us can't do all that things but we, but we have other talents that we can export to the world and make loads of money doing it
1: uh, looking at nigeria looking at this possibility that we have to be able to create uh looking at the economy that we have today peter Drucker will say that we are moving into a type of economy that is service-based, the knowledge economy, if you want to call it like that. uh, That is the economy that we have today. I believe that a lot of people have actually dream, wish that they could be living here. What do I mean by that? If you were, um, okay, you you understand it perfectly, you know. If you were living like uh, 50 years ago, uh, I mean, if you were a young person 50 years ago, uh, uh, 70 years ago, of course, you go to school, then you look for work. Mm which is not even a bad idea, not a, not a bad thing. No? But now, it's all about creating your job. Yes. It basically means that it is not up to you. Choose what you want to do. Mm. That is freedom. Now, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I like, I like, guess, I
0: suppose it's freedom if you are willing to think, in your, if you're willing to tell yourself, I can and I will. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people don't think they can. That's a problem. A lot of people have fear. A lot of people have, if you know, they live you know with a mindset of I don't have. You know, and you know the question why me works both ways, right? You know, why me? Why not me? It's the same question. You know, and there's a saying: whether you think you can or you can't, you're probably you're probably right. If you, <laughs> you know, if you say you can't, then you won't. If you say you can, then you can. Are you with me? And, yeah. And, so unless people sort of come to that sort of level of thinking, you know, it's life, you know, it, there's a weird thing it's, uh, in my experience of talking the way I do. It's that I'm quite positive, right? I'm quite, you know, and I truly believe that. And of course, you know, and you and I came from nothing. Here we are, right? Because we because we said we could and we actually not want to do it. Well, there's many people who, uh, they I guess they, they take the knocks of life much harder, you know, and whereas it's easy for you and me to smile and be happy, whatever happens in our day for them, everything that goes wrong is a disaster, you know, and it's it's not just a, you know it's not just what's gone wrong, they take it as something about them it's it's personal, and they see it as a reflection of who they are, what they can achieve, whereas in reality you know what everything that happens you know. Rain follows sunshine. You know, and that's just life, right? If it rains on you now, it's going to be sunshine after that. So just get through the rain and wait for the sunshine. the is, is way I look at it. A lot of people just stay in the rain moment. It's raining. Oh, oh no, oh no. It is, it's terrible. Bad weather. What's the point? That's why that, it kills many people. So, you know Those who are willing to open their minds and get creative. They can achieve a hell of a lot. They can achieve a
1: lot. Yeah. Uh, you, you see something that I, I discovered say, a couple of years ago, not too long ago, I'm talking about three, four years ago, no? Uh, because you did make mention of freelancing, uh, for the fact a lot of Nigerians know how to write, mm. it means not only Nigeria, a lot of Africans know how to write because we were compared to act like that because we want to mm. prove that we can do it. no? And of course, by this one becoming part of the culture now, we then have the capability and because we're talking of the knowledge economy, your ability to be able to create. So what I want to say is that because the economy become uh, open, let's use the word open like that because now there is no border anymore as it were. Ameri- a lot of American companies decided to start working with other countries in Asia, particularly the Philippines and India, to help them create content and do all sorts of things relating the area of freelancing, and, uh, yeah, as, uh, VA, virtual assistants, and all of that. And all of that. What does that really mean? What it means is that somebody that is living in the Philippines who has never gone to the United States or maybe living in India or Bangladesh is able to do a clean job mm. for an American company and get paid handsomely. Mm. Now, imagine a lot of businesses that sprung up from that area, a lot of freelancing services, and because we are talking about uh nigeria or africa in general what do you think we could do in those areas since we have the capability people in nigeria have the capability of able to work in this area work for any company you want to work with in the world what is what is holding us it is it, the same
0: thing Now it's, it's limited thinking that's a, that's all that holds us back right you know you mentioned writing yes of course you know, we're very good at writing but now, there's no reason why we're not good at software development, for example. You know, there's many great Nigerians who can do great websites. You know, there's many Nigerians who could do great design. Why not? They're, they're, but they just don't, you know, unless they're willing to exploit their talent. You know, and, you know it's, not, it's not just exploit their talent, I guess. It's more see it as a God-given talent that it will be a shame if they keep to themselves. Are you with me? Now, you and I could be in our beds right now. We could be watching telly for like that, for anyone cares. You know? But, you know, we, we believe that we have a God-given ability that we can't afford to waste.
1: Absolutely.
0: Right. They have to see it the same way. That's all hold, that's what's holding them back. It really is. You said, the weird thing about the freelance economy is this. If you can do it from an American company, a British company, a German company, are you with me? you can do it from an English-speaking company abroad... Think what you can do at home. Just think of that for a second. You know, and just, it's, you know, if if, if you can make the product, the services that we're delivering abroad, it's not just good services. These are valuable things that we're doing for these companies. They're making millions out of our talent. So why aren't we replicating that same passion to help Nigerian companies at home? Some will say to you that the companies don't want to employ us. Some will say to you the companies in Nigeria are only interested in working with the family members. It could be true, of course, it could. You know, but then if we're that good, I guess I've always found that if you really are that good, companies will employ you. I mean, you know, you're in Italy, I'm in, I'm in England, right? You know, don't think there's no time that it doesn't cross our mind that racism gets in our way, right? But we know deep down, they're paying for our talent. If we are so good, they can't not employ us. And that's what happened, that's just that's reality of life. They have to call us because only we do what we do the way we do it, you know? It's, But it, it, I think people underestimate the courage, the, the endeavor, the persistence, the consistency it takes to be who we are and to get as far as we have. You know, many more are going to go much further than us. Of course they are. You know, but we're not dead yet. So we're going to carry on trying and proving that there is a path that you can follow and achieve greatness. Because I really think and everyone can.
1: Right. You know? Thank you for that. All right. Now, I know we are not in Nigeria, but of course, we know what is happening in the country because that is where we are coming from. It's our home. Now, let's say, because I've talked to a lot of Nigeria uh, writers and the content writers also. Uh, So the question sometimes is, you can also make a lot of money even if you never write for overseas companies, even if you are writing for companies within Nigeria. Mm. So the question is sort of maybe in both ways. Are Nigerian businesses actually see value in trying to be online? Because until you are interested in coming online, you necessarily might not need a lot of these uh, copies maybe, for example, content creation Mm. in terms of maybe uh, making sure that you are dominating your niche through what you are putting out there uh, in terms of, I don't know, article, video, or things like that. All this become relevant when you are online? Mm. Do you think Nigeria businesses or a lot of Nigeria businesses do see the value in this? So that the people there, uh, it's just a question of, okay, yeah, I can do it for you. Because if you are not interested, if you don't think it is important... You are never you're never going to pay for it.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree with you entirely. You know it's of course it's important to use the internet properly. But we have you know, there there's there are there are quirks, you know, there are you know, maybe you no know, hurdles in a way, right? So the one thing I'll say for sure is I'm not sure the Nigerian companies are as What am I looking for? They have a different way of thinking of the internet, the way the Western people think of the internet, right? They're not sophisticated, is what I'm looking for, I think. You know, and it's a weird thing to say, but literally, as I look around me, it seems like we're in Nigeria. We're still four or five years behind in the the rest of the world in terms of what the internet can do for you and how we use it. You know, and even though, but I don't think in England. Everyone is digitally savvy. They're not. They're just not. You know, I I, I used to live in London. I spent my whole, you know, my first God knows how long in London, 45 years in London. And then and then I spent the last four years in Cornwall. And, you know, in Cornwall, they still believe in posting adverts on trees. They still believe, <laughs> they, they still believe in walking down the road and selling what they sell, I'm saying. That's so that's so 10 years, that's just not do it. That's not doing that. Go 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 online and do it, right? So well, my point is that different people, you know, there's many different societies and groups where the internet is not as well used as it should be. Even when people know that it's there, they still don't utilize it to its best. You know, and you know, Nigerian companies, they you know, they need to think a lot more, I don't you know. They need to think a lot more digitally. They need to realize that everything is online. Everything is online. If it's not online today, it's going to be online tomorrow. And they need to, you know, and it, the way the internet works is, you know, the this, this, this systems, the search engines, for example, the social media platforms, the algorithms, they have to build up trust in who you are and what you do. The sooner you start, the better and the further that they can trust you. You know, look at Google. You know, let's use that for example. If I'm gonna search for something on anything, right? There's gonna be a first page of results. That's what everyone clicks. On that first page, there are effectively five organic you know, websites that are gonna be there. So five organic service providers, right? And the rest of it is full of ads and the local pack. Now, someone tell me how Google Google is meant to rank hundreds of thousands and billions of websites to come up with five for page one. The time you've been on the internet matters. You know, creating the the worth of content that you mentioned matters. Now, creating good content matters. If you're not creating it, someone else is going to create it and then they're going to have the rank. They're going to be the ones that get the clicks, the ones that get the sales. It's as simple as that. The sooner people can appreciate that, then they might appreciate the digital talent that's around them. You know, maybe today you don't you don't need an SEO specialist, but believe you me, tomorrow you're gonna to need one. And don't call one tomorrow when you need one. Call one today. Get ready for tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like I like that. That is proactive. Mm. <laughs> you, you need to take the action, you need to know where you are going, uh, be taking the action to get there. No, when the thing is already uh, over, the thing is already uh, overpowering you. Then you are because then you look like a man that is drowning in the water. You are grabbing on anything. Mm. The guarantee that you are going to grab at the right one is very thin. Yeah, okay. I agree. I agree.
0: That's a good analogy. I I like that. It's true. You know, it really is. You know, Mm -hmm.
1: be proactive for sure. All right. I want to talk about us uh, just a moment. We that are in the diaspora. Because let's believe, let's pretend that we know better. Let's Let, pretend. Let's pretend. Yeah. <laughs> okay, How can w- we, w- w- we do know better? <laughs> How can we help is trying to do this connection so that uh, a lot of businesses in Nigeria can benefit uh thanks to our effort, and in this way they can they can benefit from us, we can also benefit from them. How can we get into this networking, this it's, collaboration.
0: It's, you know, it's a very, very big, you know, it's a big question you asked there, right? You know, there are many things that we need to do all at the same time. You know, I think, you know, you mentioned a lot of time we talked that, you know, there's something about creating a, a record, a track record that shows mm-hmm. those behind us what's possible. You know, it's almost like, you know, it's, it's writing in our name in history. That would those who come and look will say, Yeah, no, there's one that looks like me. You know, that's that's part of the deal. That's why we do what we do you know, primarily. I think that's you know, when we once we start creating that track record, then you know, being digital, it nothing ever nothing ever disappears. It never it never goes away. It's always there, forever. So people will you know those who dare to who care to look will find us. Even when we're long dead, you know, and so you know, and what, and so they should too. So that's one end of it, you know. I say, I, me personally, I try to support Nigerians to think in the right, in a headspace, you know. That's probably the best way to describe. And I, I, everyone I speak to, I, you know, I, I care what they do, but I, I'm more interested in what their goal is, you know, what's their mission, you know? Can they, can they aspire? can they look beyond where they are to what they really can they really want can they change the world you know a lot of this is down to you know what do you want to be and are you thinking big enough you know i want a job is good okay of course it is you know but if you like you know if you're the one creating the jobs instead that's if that's much better for everyone. For you no, know, it's better for you. It's better for you know, our community. It's better for you know for for Nigeria as a whole. It's better for 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 the, for those behind us to see that some of us can achieve greatness, and we and we can. It's nothing stops us, really. Not you know, so, you know I'd say in England, I nothing is easy. Sure, again in Italy, I'm sure nothing's is as well. You know, but if you throw yourself into it, you really can. Make that difference, and the more the more people see you making that difference, the more they will believe it's doable. Yeah, you know, and a, a lot of a lot of Nigerians are doing. You no, know, we're supporting each other these days. You know, just go on LinkedIn, you find there's some there's something called Social Saturday, where the you know, anyone who knows LinkedIn will tell you on Saturdays, Nigerians try to break LinkedIn because they all go on there. This Social Saturday has. Millions of Nigerians just talking and connecting to each other. And you know, literally, they do what they can to break LinkedIn servers. You know, Many of the Nigerians I know, they, they always get locked out because in the end, they overdo whatever they're doing, they overconnect, they overinvite, they over something or another. You know, mm-hmm. And literally, you know, we're trying to break LinkedIn servers. But you know, it's a good thing to see you know, because it means more of them are realizing that the, the online world is where it is. You know, and, they're, and they're, you know, they're coming along. You know, there's so many people who are, they can see the shoots of the internet. What they can't see is how to take, take advantage of it just yet. I'm hoping that will come with time. Like I say, you know, you and I can inspire them and just keep telling them that you can. Of course you can. Yes, you can. You know, and then you know, if, if we
1: have to show you how, then we'll show you how. All right. I like that how. That is very important. That is very important. Just because we're still talking about Nigeria and the Nigeria African diaspora, let me put it like this to you. How relevant is the Nigeria market to Nigeria and African city diaspora? Uh, In truth, in terms of where we buy from,
0: not very, because we don't have the options. You know, the Nigerians say Nigerian companies don't put themselves forward enough for us to see them online to buy from them you know and I guess you know, those that do we can't see we can't see them we can't find them you know it's 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 a weird thing you know they so say I speak to many people you know I speak to a business in Nigeria and I, I speak to an accountant okay they charge what they charge and they do they do what they do can I find them online no you know and Unless people find you, how are, meant to, how are they meant to do business with you? You know so, we, we know, so collectively we need a shift. And it doesn't happen overnight. It, you know, it takes years. Of course it does. But like I said, now back, back to my point, the sooner we start putting ourselves out there, investing in digital, digital technologies, then the more people who are looking for us will find us. You know, that's the biggest lesson that we've learned in the West over the years. Again, like I said to you, now, the sooner you start, the, the, the further advantage you're going to have. Unless I can find you, unless I, I can see you, you know, then I can't buy from you. And, but the only way you're going to get seen in the end, because the internet's so huge, it's full of numbers, you know, it's huge numbers. You're competing against everyone else. You know, how are you going to stand out? How are you going to get in front of me, number one? How are you going to stand out when I do see you? Why would I want to choose you over someone else? Bearing in mind that whatever you supply, I I probably have that need met now by someone else, right? The only reason I'm going to come to you is if you do something that's different to solve my problem. If you do something that's better, you know? And if you do something that makes my, that solves my problem better than anyone else possibly can. You know, unless you start competing, um, that's, 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 that's the market we're in. That's the market we're in. You know, your podcast doesn't, doesn't rely on you personally. It relies on your, your you, your talent, your ability to compete against the millions of podcasts that are on every platform out there. You know, so unless your podcast has something about it, a point of difference, and then added value... Why would I want to listen to it? yeah, it's the same goes for every single sector know like, whatever you do, you have to realize you know your competitors do matter, but don't focus on them. focus on your customers, focus on your listeners focus on your your target market. How can you help them more than the, the next person does now this is look this, 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 here's the way I describe it. There was one day right they sat around it and said 18 and they were like, look, we need to get people to, tra- to travel faster. They need to get to A- from A to B faster than they're doing now. You know, someone said, yeah, ha- give them faster horses. Another one said, no, give them more horses. Good carriages. Right. And then someone called Carl Benz turned around and said, no, give them the car which would give me enough horses to, do, to get to where we I want to get to. And they'll never have to keep a horse in their life, ever. Right? And guess where we are today? You know who won that race, don't you? It's a company called Mercedes-Benz. There's a reason why Mercedes-Benz is what it is. It's certainly in 1872, it made its first car. And the next one that came after that was Ford. And Ford's, you now looked at everyone on the market, and Mercedes included, and said, you know what? We can make a car for the masses. We can you know, mass-produce every, every car that we ever make, and then everyone can afford it. Look where we are. If you do, and wherever you look, there's Ford's, there's Mercedes, right? My point is this. Those companies, those founders, they had a the point of difference to what was there before. They solved the problem in a way no one else did. And because they solved that problem and made everyone's life better with a solution, everyone buys from them. Now they have, and they've done so for the last 150 years. You know, those companies don't think of making money. They make so much money that they don't, they don't, actually, they don't even think of making money. They actually don't need to make money. They, 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 don't, they don't even need to sell. So we're, always, we're going to go to them anyway because they're the brands that we know. You and I can be in that same bracket that's a game that we're all playing you know if we if we can get ourselves and our business into that sort of space the revenue will come and then we can do even more help, help even more people
1: i love that then of all, i also pointed out something in your your response before uh, that uh, the nigerian businesses I don't put it themselves out there mm. enough <laughs> all right um what do you what would you like to buy from nigerian businesses what should the people be producing to say? Okay, I, I'm, I'm saying this because I want to attack uh, the argument of mono-economy, No, you know, in that uh, because the government makes a lot of money from oil, mm. it appeared mm. as if Nigeria only have oil.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: But that is not the only thing that is working in the economy, or that is not the only thing that should work in the economy. Mm. We should equally be exporting cars, for example. Mm. Nobody is talking of Indosu cars. But these are cars that are also produced in Nigeria. Why can't they be brought to the street of London, New York, Paris? What? Is it prohibited? No. I hope I just
0: explained why, right? The thing, look, the products have to have a point of difference. And they haven't got a big enough point of difference in terms of what we have here already. I'm not saying that they're not good cars. I'm saying they have to have a bigger point of difference for me to shift over. Right? Let me, Let me give you a perfect example. We live in an age where we've done the Mercedes benz from the from the from the 1800s to now. Right? And then so now there's global warming. We need a different sort of car. You know, Elon Musk and, and Tesla said, "Okay, we'll create the electric car." You know, let me let me make a prediction. I could be wrong, but I, I know I'm right. And it's the, the, point, the problem is so obvious to me. I'm surprised the world hasn't seen it yet. But, but they've seen it slowly. It's been said in the last couple of weeks in our news. The electric car, for example, is not a big enough improvement on the car. It has serious problems, right? Now, just picture in your mind. Think of a petrol station anywhere in the world. Nigeria, London, Italy, Germany, right? Petrol station. How many cars go through a petrol station an hour? Literally hundreds. Hundreds, right? You know, the busy ones are busy. The, the, the petrol station has, you know, how, how many pumps? Eight, 10, 12, 18, more, less, right? And that's a good throughput of cars that it can get through in an hour. The electric car, which is an improvement we accept. We know it's an improvement because it's greener and potentially cheaper to run. It's not. It's not true. I'm saying literally, we're not switching over to electric cars because it's not a big enough jump from what we have now to what we want to drive in future. You know, I can just see if everyone who goes to petrol station has to have an electric car, society will stop. Because the roads will be jammed with people who have just stopped waiting to charge their car. You know, the solution is not the electric car. If the, one, the person who creates a flying car, watch that. Watch. Watch when that happens. That's the answer. I don't, <laughs> I don't care how it runs. Are you with me? Mean? That's the next level of transport. That's what's going to get. So you know, if, that's, that's the sort of mindset shift people need to create solutions that people would buy. And I can move you know companies forwards drastically, you know. So, so in, in, in terms of you know for myself, you know, I tap into Nigerian talent. You know, so like I said, there's talent in design, talent in, you know, it's not just writing. It's talent in software. There's talent in accounts. You know, there's talent in construction. So there's many different talents I want to tap into. You know, but those who really want to come and dominate the market. Have to have something different to what we have.
1: All right. I like that. I like that. So, how do we um, approach that difference or the differentiator, the differentiation, as it were? Because that is actually where the market mm. takes place. Mm. If I'm just replicating what is already there, I'm just another number. Yes. And people are tired of another number. In my place, they say the first rat is the one I have named, mm. the second <laughs> one is another rat. Yeah. Another rat and another rat. Yeah. I love the, like the analogy. I like that. <laughs> if you are the first one, then you have a name. Hmm. Hmm. Now, in Nigeria and in Africa, people are not really brain dead. Hmm. Can't we develop our model in terms of transportation, in terms of the way we do things and the way we perceive things? Why hmm. are we not daring enough? Is it because we are afraid of the criticism or just because we want to fit in? Because if we are fitting in, if everybody is fitting in, we are all going to fall into a hole. Mm. But if we are innovative with new ideas, it doesn't matter. People are walking front; You walk backward. Like like, uh, Gia will say, if you do something different from what every other person is doing, you will never be wrong in your life. Yeah, I I, I agree.
0: (laughs) Look. You know, like I say, now you and I, because we are in a different, we we'll breathe different air. We can afford to dream and see our dream become reality. As, as I tell you, what I see as a I minute, mean, like, there's structural issues for Nigerians. It's not just Nigerians, for all of Africa, which, you know, for better or for worse, is limiting. You know, I said that I don't want to talk politics. You know, but we have to talk politics sometime, right? Sometimes it's unavoidable. Right. And, you know, from when I was growing up in Nigeria, the problem that I could see from when I was a kid was NEPA electric. No electric. Electric comes on, goes off. You know, they will know that the, the powers that be will never understand how that cripples the country. You know, with, with, constant, with constant electric, you can do so much more. Your day is so much longer. You know, you can achieve a lot more. You know, with constant electric, I know we have generators, but I'm saying, if you have electric routinely, like like we should have, you know, companies will do things differently because they can. It's not uh, an extra bill. It's not not a hassle. You know, so you have to to tackle the electric problem, the structural issues, the way I see them. Electric is one of them. The second one has to be internet. You know, again, it's not a Nigerian problem; it's an Africa problem. You know, we're still, you know, Africa's still doing data, data. They sell people data. I know there's, I know that's Wi-Fi, but it's, you know, it's prohibitive in terms of costs. I'm not saying it's free in England; it's not free where you are either. But the cost relative to what we earn is just, you know, it's nothing really. You know, we we expect to have internet; we expect to have twenty-four hour connectivity. You know, every African that I meet online, like on LinkedIn, for example, I know that they invest in their hardened cash to come online every time. Every time. You know, if they're online for an hour, no, you and I can talk like this because we know we're free, we have internet. It's not free. I'm saying to us, it feels like free to us because we pay for it We pay for it at the beginning of the month. So we just have unlimited internet. And I've got devices running everywhere. My whole house runs on internet. My kids have internet, my son's playing his game on the internet as we speak. My wife's watching tele on the internet. See that that's sort all of connectivity, you know, it doesn't just it's not it's not just about connecting to the internet. It gives you it gives you a platform to think what now to create you know, digital things, digital solutions that the average Nigerian can't comprehend, that doesn't make them sound like they're mad. You know that's one of the things that I seriously think that we need to be looking at the place or what you're looking for.
1: Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Are, are you with me? Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. It was frozen for some seconds, but but we're here. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. You see. uh the argument is, is very fluid, you know, uh, in that it, it moved to a different direction, actually, you know, in that sometimes it talks about mindset, but mm. it's also touched on some deep things. Okay, everything is linked to mindset also. Yeah. Is it possible that we are just in this loop because it's helping somebody to keep us in the loop, <laughs> or is it's ourselves that are not willing to come out of the loop so that we can stand out for something. Okay, what I mean is that in Africa, in many parts of Nigeria, uh, to be specific, the stress is just so much that you can't even think normally. Mm. What you are thinking is whether you are going to die, you are going to have something to eat. If this is what you are thinking about, you cannot think about other things. Of course, I know in Nigeria, we also think about God. Mm. Think about Jesus, (laughs) no? no. If if this is the other thing you are thinking, (laughs) you cannot think of how to invent. How to bring something new. You are challenging the status quo. For you to challenge the status quo, you need to first have the basics. Mm. So if the basics are not taken care of, it becomes difficult for people to think rationally. That is why I think, in my view, that if the basis were taken care of with the with the hustle that the Nigeria people have, they will build a super economy. Yeah. If the basis are taking care, for example, if you if you were to just drive from Lagos to Bini without the excessive fear that somebody is gonna shoot you on the road, <laughs> that you, you could just trade. Take trade Kaduna. You are going to Lagos. You are sure everything is going to be okay because then, you don't need to be worried about that. You just need to be thinking because the mind is a tool. It's an app. Let me use the, the modern term for it. But until you use it, it is useless yeah. for you.
0: You know, it's you know, it's it's one of those you know, like I say, it's a scary thing. You know, you're dead right. You know, again, we're well, back to politics, sadly. You know, it's a, it's a reality. You know? And I'm I'm probably one of the worst for this feeling, this sense of feeling unsafe, you know, in Nigeria, where, you know, because when I was a kid, I saw enough behaviors that you just think this is just terrible, you know, and, you know, and, you know, so my granddad was. A wealthy man he was it was it was a minister of health for a long time, for a while when i was a kid you know so i'm well aware what you know what corruption looks like when you look around you you know we, there's rich people who have the whole army protecting them and their and their house their mansion which is more the size of a village which i would <laughs> find amazing and but you know that when you drive down the road it, gets, it can easily get stopped by on a random roadblock. God knows who, by whom, you know. Whether sometimes it's criminals, sometimes it's, 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 it's the police themselves. You know, it easily it's easy, easy to get robbed by the police, you know, at, at your house, and they're meant to protect you. you know? So, the feeling of not safe is just it's a reality. You know, and this is something that we must change. You know, I don't know how we're going to change that. You know, so you know, in terms of your your idea that we need a basic foundation to live, I agree. And this is Maslow's hierarchy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's back. So unless we have food, you know, a basic you know, shelter, how can we do other things? You know, and when we have the basics, then we need to feel safe. Then we need to feel that there are people that we can trust in our relationships, you know, that, that's family. You know, we need to feel like we belong, you know, and then that's when we, once you have the basic foundations of you know survival, safety, you know, belonging, then we we'll start working on our self esteem. That's what we we'll start talking about the, that, you know, because a lot, a lot of the market today online, sadly, is personal development stuff. You know, a lot of what the you know the British and the Western people do focus on these days. Is how what you know, how can I learn to be better? And that's why they're talking about mindset, positivity, and all of that. You know, and then suddenly when you've done the basics you know, and you've got yourself educated and you feel good about yourself, that you can start dreaming. You know, that's the way Merciless hierarchy of needs works. You know, but we haven't got time for that. You know, we have to learn to. Almost turn the hierarchy of needs on his head. I mean that sincerely. I say that because, yeah, if you don't dream, you're never going to change. If there's no, there's no, there's no change. Never You 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 can't wait forever to feel this sense of oh, I can be anything, because unless you unless you be something, nothing's going to (laughs) change. Are you with me? That's just how life is, you know. And now's the time for us to genuinely dream, dare to dream. If you dream, then you can achieve something and then you can change your situation in a big way. If you, mm-hmm. you know, if you're waiting for the country to improve before you do, to give you to create the conditions for you to achieve your greatness, you could be waiting a very long time.
1: Oh, I love that. How much I love that. <laughs> I think, I think the economy that we are having today is sort of in favor of that philosophy mm. that we have been asking them, when are you going to construct road? They have not done it. They don't have any intention of doing it. Mm. So what do we do? So do we keep waiting for them or we do something for ourselves? But well, how are we going to do that? I think that is where it really becomes very interesting. Now, the other day I was talking with uh, uh, an engineer uh, this guy that do coding mm. and they was asking, but why can't we look for a way to find a solution, a kind of a mini power supply, for example? Mm. Because we see that the government of Nigeria, because the guys in Nigeria, uh, we see that they have refused to do it, not because they don't have... Trust me, the Nigeria government have the power to have 24 power supply in the country if they want to. Yeah, I agree. They've always had that power. Yeah, because the human... B, have advanced so much mm. that if you want it, within the next six months, there will be 24-hour power supply. Mm. It is within their possibility. Why they don't do it? They don't want to do it. But would they say that? No. They give us flimsy excuses mm. because that is what the people want. They make them laugh. They give them moin moin, like Tinubu would say. They give them rice. Everybody is happy everybody go home again and, and start doing this stupid thing they don't want to do the right thing that is simple not because it is not possible come on how many years ago was electricity invented you
0: know, really you know, like i say you know in my day you know they, they were doing this silliness then you know so they, i know Nepal has changed a bit but it's not Nepal anymore i'm saying but the problem is still the same every nigerian speaks to you it's the same problem you know there's still a problem with electric and. It's, you know, but you can't, the government's not going to, you know, it's not going to save you. You know, they, they're, they're not going to help you. They, they, they never never could. Is there that mini power pack? Of course there is. You know, there is the generator, as we were, You know, But again, you know, the Nigerians, you know, we're, we're plagued by corruption. See, the, the, here's what I never understood. You know, we could solve the corruption issue if the pe- if the people wanted to solve it, but we don't want to solve it because every other person is benefiting from corruption. I realized this when I was again when I was young in Nigeria. As I was when I before I was even a teenager. You know the fact that to have a petrol station, for example, you know you have to pay someone to let you have the petrol, and this someone you're paying goes all the way back to the police. All the, way back, all the way back to the government. All the way back to the governor. And are you with me? Oh, that's it's, it's ridiculous. And you know, that so it means that just when anyone in that chain could say no, let's break this chain. Let's not have that roadblock. Is going to try and scam money out of poor travellers trying to get from A to B. You know, but because they all made, they're all put, now pocketing naira here and here and there. They just carry on. Yeah, robbing people in, in, in their face. It's...
1: But but any, I have a question here. Go on, please. The corruption. Is it really working for us or against us? An example. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody is sick in Nigeria, you need to be fly abroad. Mm. Otherwise, the person will die. of certain type of sickness I mean. Would it not be better if this person could be treated in Lagos or in Kaduna or in Benin, for example? Okay. Oh. Now, the people that are that are affluent, they, they have the power. They said they want to keep other people as slaves. Mm. They refuse to build road that the poor and the rich can use. They want they went and buy an expensive car, mm. and this car they want to use it on the bad road because now. You look like a stupid man who blinded your eyes so that you cannot see your enemy. <laughs> who is suffering from it? Is it not you? It's... So is the corruption actually working for us? Okay, if we, including the military, the police, the organ, let's call it the orgado mm. Is it really working for them in the real sense of it? Or is it working against them? It's
0: it's never going to work for everyone. It's, 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 corruption doesn't work for society. Like I say, the problem is is the few that gain are many in Nigeria. There's no, there's a lot of people on the chain who are feeding off, you know, the scraps of corruption. That that's our problem, you know. And of course, it's not working, but they they're making money, and some are making real money, big money. Now, for the small man, for for the policeman who's underpaid. You know, a few naira makes a difference to them, but it's nothing compared to the to the, you know, the money that the governor is making. It's, you know, the the, you know, the big the people behind the corruption are making humongous, like, real money, big money, and they have no interest in saying, you know, that once they're in power, then they're just raking the money in. They don't want to stop. Why? Why would they want to stop? They don't, think, they don't have to think about the road, the electric, the average man. It's not that's not a problem because they're so rich that you know they could they could of course they could easily go abroad, but then I tell you I tell you the worst thing about the corruption thing. They're blinded to the fact that it's a vicious cycle. Once they're in it, you know almost there's there's no way out. There's only one way out. You know, I'm sure you, know, you can guess what that is. You know, so when well, again, when I, when I was a kid, you know, there were the same thing happened year after year. You know, every every so often, you know, there'll be a coup. Then, you know, this new military government will come in. You know, they'll promise you know, all these good things, elections, and then they' you know, you know they'll duly murder everyone. In the last government. you're like, what's, what's the point of that then? Every, you know, every all the, everything that we learned, all the experience. Even the good well, one, and the good, and the good, and the not so bad. you've you've killed half of them now. And that wasn't like, where are you going to go next. And then, they, so then they get into the They get into government. Lo and behold, there's no elections. Lo and behold, they get another coup happens, and they they get wiped out too. You know the weirdest thing is now. Like, when I was a kid, when I left Nigeria, I think Buhari was the government. I think yeah, it was. You know, and then when, you know, and when I looked around the other two, a couple of years ago, was it wasn't he back in government again? <laughs> it's a shocker! It's a shocker! I, 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 and apparently he's it's not it's, it's not a military man. I, I feel you know, major, major general is mm. is a military man. Whatever you dress it up as you like, you know it's <laughs> you know it's it, it's a it's a dying shame. See, but he, he, here's the point: the internet offers a solution to half of, half of this problem where we can bypass most of these issues, we can bypass the road issue, we can bypass the people issue by going straight to the source where you can deliver your greatness. But, now, but then this is, this is where my lament about how they're ruining the country by not giving us accessible internet and electric is so important. You know, there's many countries in Africa, I'm sure there's some in Nigeria too, where there's e-doctors, you know, where you can have the service you need on an app. You can see a doctor on the phone. They can diagnose you, send your treatment, send your medication. You know, it saves you all the costs of the whole hospital thing, you know, which is in that you would see as, as progress. But those in power don't want you accessing that sort of service because it ruins really a model of, you know, being crooked you know that this this was holding africa back you know this it's so sad it really is so sad it really i, I find it so tragic i don't know, what, you know i don't know how to i don't know how we can change it. i really don't yeah you know, it's <laughs> it's a problem
1: it's a big problem because we just keep uh, turning around in the same pool of our we we've murdered ourselves. Mm. And now we are in a pool of blood yes. of our own blood. We are there. We don't want to clean up ourselves. We 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 believe somebody is going to help us. So we we'll us keep praying. Ah, please come now. You shit. You are in your own mess. <laughs> not really. Not really. You know. It, now, why would you call God to come and save you? Clean up your
0: ass. The the, the thing about God, you know, again, you know, Nigerians have a good way of putting themselves like you say, in the same situation, I'm never changing. The best way they do that is really believing that God's going to come and save them. I will never understand, and you know, I really won't. You know, I say, last month I was in Nigeria. I remember standing you know, in my granddad's compound. Right? So I'm, looking, I'm looking on the street. You, know, you, can see, you can see out on the road. You know, three times a day, there's Nigerians that will pack themselves, all their belongings, effectively. You know, Bags of rice, bags of meat. You know, taking their the goat. Where are they going? In thousands. Where are you going, church? <laughs> and then they say to you afterwards, "I'm poor. I need. I need help. I got nothing left. I got no, nothing to eat." You're like, "You just took to the church. Why did you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, the church. Your vicar, your pastor doesn't need your food. He really doesn't. Well, I don't know why you thought you had to go and do that three times a day. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, you know. Really not. I mean, the pastor has a, a better Mercedes than me. The pastor has better clothes than me. There's a problem now. Why are you giving him more? Well, because now I want to get to heaven. <sighs> I, I despair. I, I, I seriously despair. You know, I I don't mind a man who has faith. I really don't. You know, I think it's much more important to have faith in yourself and your, you know, what you want to do in this world. You know, have faith. Put all your effort into, you know, dreaming about what you want to achieve, how you want to help people. That's what this boils down to.
1: If I it's the only way. Yeah, exactly. is the only. Other than that, you are just believing that somebody is coming. Because <laughs> how can you? How can you? As a man, as a human being, who let people try to understand it. God has created you. This God has created this world, and you are His child. What have you created yourself? What are you creating? You are just going there to say, hey, you see, yesterday I didn't have work. Give me work. Eh? You see, I don't I don't have money. Give me money. Eh? Okay, I'm not where. Give me head. Mm. Eh? You, what are you giving to somebody else?
0: Yeah. You're, so, you're, so, you're so right. Like I say, unless you help people, your situation is not going to change. It's just not. And, you know, if you help people, they'll pay you. Help people, you can change, you know, you can change your situation. You can change their situation. You know, you can influence others and you can move things forward. But a lot of people don't want to do anything. You know, I don't I, they, 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 This is giving it, you know, you blame God when it goes wrong and you give God credit when it goes right. I don't understand. You know, it's always baffled me. I, 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 I'll never get it, you know, I'm... You know, I'm not a church person. I'm more, you know, I'm, I'm probably more likely to believe in something called the universe. Are you, with me? The, the, powers, you know, that there's powers there's something out there, there's, there's something there somewhere. You know, you know, the universe knows when you're lying, and you know, is it, maybe it's, maybe it's karma. You know, that's what we'll, that's what I'm we'll thinking. That's why I think. You know, if something goes right, I take credit for my work to make it happen. If it goes wrong, I learn my lesson. And change next for next time. But when you bait when you blame it all on religion, you almost abdicate the blame when it goes wrong, and you and you can't take credit when it goes right either. Which in is it's like, a, it's like a vicious cycle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you with a bit eternal children. Mm. We mm. are eternally babies. Mm. So we can't hold ourselves accountable, no. There is no light in the it's not our fault ah that is flawed ah, we need to look for who is responsible it's not our fault ah, there, there is no good road it's not our fault how ah, can it be our fault we instead let's organize millions of people in the crusade and say ah God, you forgot in us you can't do
0: that though. No? Yeah. Know, it, it, it's, it's what God wanted that, that's why we're where we are you know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 cra- it's a crazy way to think it's a really crazy way you know, and, and, and the people who are running this, our religions our churches they are, they have everything. You know? They have everything. And, and they don't see things the way the average Nigerian
1: sees religion. Even the pastor knows it's a business. You know, I on. say it all the time. People don't believe me. And also, you know, another thing that is even very ironic about it is that the insecurity in the country affects everyone. Mm. Now, what does the pastor do? They pray to the Nigerian people not to suffer the consequences mm. but themselves go and employ the police to take yeah. care of their own security of course of course but is that not can't we see that does it doesn't require prayer for the security in this country because <laughs> if it require the prayer let the pastor walk on the street like every other person and let's see if God is going to protect him that, that, that's, that's way too risky my
0: friend Come, you, you know, you, you're being too brave now that, That's I have to <laughs> No, I, I hear you loud and clear. You know, you're, of course, you're right. But then you know, the problem is that the average Nigerian will think you and I are being rude, talking like this, because they want to because they want to believe that the sacrifice is worth it, because they'll get their reward in the next life. And I I, I just think that's just crazy, you know. And I've I've talked about this with, with some people, and you, they they're sort of they're they're in such denial that. I just give up I don't even try and tell them I'm just like okay whatever you know if you want to believe that you believe that it's fine you know in the end they, they, they learn there's only one way and the way it's not, it's not always waiting for God to come and do it for you you have to help yourself <laughs> you know eventually eventually they get it but it takes a long time you know so those those who get it move things forward quicker you know and so you know, many others they, they're just lucky you know but then you know, There is so much that we can do for ourselves. And as I said, this life is about having daring to dream, daring to be ambitious, and then trying to work out how am I going to get there? You know, am I willing? Am I able? If if the answer to those two questions is no, then change change something. Am I willing? Yes. Am I able? Maybe. Okay. what, What do I need to learn? Where will I learn? Are you with me? You know, and then, you know, and then you have to learn step by step. Not abdicate and blame on some superpower that you can't control.
1: It's <laughs> uh, you know the the thing is that when it comes to politics, you know, we're starting in the economy, business today. When it comes to politics and religion, this is uh, they are too intoxicating. You you can't mm. stop it because it's so irrational. Mm. It's so irrational what is happening in the country and in Africa and among Africa, Yet people don't get it. <laughs> that is the point that is really annoying. You know? I'm, I'm, you know,
0: I, I could get frustrated. With, like, I can see your frustration. I feel your frustration. I really feel your frustration. But you know, you just I just let I let them, I let them be because I can't. It, we can't change it. We can't change the way they've been indoctrinated. And they really have just been fed a load of lies that they've just swallowed hook line and sinker you know and the rest of the world has wisened up to the realities
1: and they have moved on yeah and we are waiting for them to come and help us <sighs> and because people are designing the internet though no? we are using the internet to pray you know people design zoom mm-hmm. we use the zoom to pray to god though. No? but Why can't we be learning? Okay, now, okay, let's see. God give me power to design. Eh, Okay, let me go on event, no? Let me invent a new way. Let's develop this economy. This is the will of God, no? Or is it the will of God for us to continue to suffer? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I don't know. know, There is a more
0: pernicious side to the, the belief in faith to come and save us, right? You know, which I would say includes the internet. So that's why I mention it now. And there's people who think that the solution to the, all the problems is begging online. You know, they come on LinkedIn, they beg. I don't know please, sir, I need I need a job. You're like, what can you do for me? for me to pay you. I just need a job. It's like, it that's not how the world works. You know, and then there's the other ones who come with, I want to start a charity. You're like really who do you want to help and they, they'll give you someone and i want to help school kids i want to. okay you're like really all right so what have you done to help school kids nothing I'm, you know how much do you need they give you a number and that's you know it's never a small number you know it's, it, but here's a weird thing it's a small number for us but for them, it's like a king's ransom. You know, it's like winning a half the lottery, really. You know, but to us, it's 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 just a number. Well, they, you know, if you want a thousand pounds? Okay, it's not going to change my. It's not going to change my life. It's not going to change your life either. I'm not saying I've got it to give to you. I'm just saying to you, if I give you a thousand pounds, it's not. You know, I'm not going to be bankrupt, and you're not going to be rich either. But in your mind, you know, you, you know they think they're going to be rich. You know, and they just—they just intend to beg their way into into, I don't know, success. I guess, but it doesn't work. You know, it, it it doesn't work. It's it's point. You know, work out what you can do for me. I'll carry on paying you. Thank you. It's it's, it's, so, it's so simple. You know, it, but they just don't see it. And you're like, what can I say? You know, we will try. God knows, we we'll try.
1: Thank you so much, <laughs> we'll Annie. Try. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right, now what would be your your final thought here? Kind of advice to the people that are listening to us, um, uh, because at the end of the day, you are going to look for a way to save yourself. We are all mm. drowning. Mm. Ah, it's it's a it's a hard I mean it's a hard one. It's not as easy, you
0: know. It's not as easy to say here's what to do. I guess, you know, at the end of the day, you know, life comes down to the same thing. You know, you have to think positively. You have to realize that. What we do for ourselves and what we do for others is what makes us lead a happy life. A happy life being a successful life, a life full of fulfillment. You know, it's how can we help? How can we help others? You know, that's the same as saying, how can I help myself, by the way? And then the way you can do that is by genuinely being ambitious, you know, aiming for humongous goals. Don't just aim for... To make to be another and you know, another rat, like you said earlier, you know what can you do different that's going to make you the person everyone goes to. This is what this life is about, you know. And once you find that thing that you can do, yeah, hold on to it and work work at it for as long as it takes. You See now, the, the weirdest thing for me is that like, when I was growing up, when I was in Nigeria, what when in, I'm talking eighty four, right? One of my uncles had an idea about... You know, the, it sounded like like the internet. He didn't call it the internet. They called it some super fast phone system. You know? And and I, I thought, uh, yeah, usual. You're, sure. you're dreaming. It's never going to happen. You know? And then, so fast forward to 2000, so the internet was here when I was in England. Where's my uncle? Still in Nigeria. Still bombing around, still doing nothing. You know? So... They, 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 we can we can create greatness if we put our mind to actually actually willing to work for it. You know. Whereas other many, many of us, too many of us just think and then we'll keep thinking, and we'll keep thinking, we'll keep learning. Don't do that. You know, think, plan,
1: go for it. Thank you so much for that. That is a powerful one. Don't even want to add anything to that. <laughs> think Plan um, go for it. And I'll, yeah, go for it. Take action. Mm. Action is what change everything. Mm. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it. I really do. You
0: know, you're a joy to talk to, I gotta say. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you.
1: <laughs> hopefully, we hopefully we'll talk again soon. Oh, surely, yeah. surely we are here. We are here. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate and review overhead podcast and share with your friends who might need it. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you in the next episode.